seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Get ready for Kentuckiana Sports Talk. April 15th, 2019. Uh, George is gone tonight, uh, so this is Blair and Derek show tonight. So uh, George being the preacher that he is, this is a pretty busy week for uh, for him during a Easter week. So he, he's not going to be here tonight. So I had a fill-in tonight, Mr. Derek Early. Derek, how are you? What's going on, man? Well, we got a lot to talk about tonight and not a lot of time to do it in. So, a uh, huge weekend in sports, huge week in sports. You had the, the Masters tournament, which is probably one of the greatest, one of the best Masters that I've watched in a long time. Uh, you had the NBA playoffs back in, in full swing, uh, which is, if you if you don't watch any basketball during the, during the year of the NBA, everybody tunes in for the NBA playoffs. It's just that they take it to a whole different level. It's always yeah, nice when the NBA gets serious. Yeah, right. They, they start playing defense for the first time, and, um, and, and you know some of these guys make unbelievable plays. Yeah, games really matter now. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I don't know. The, the Sixers were on their phone during another game, so I'm not sure how, how serious that was going, going down, but we'll talk about that later. And then we'll also talk about – uh, some baseball, and then we'll close it out with uh, a new segment we like to call uh, Would You Rather. So uh, we're excited about that tonight. So thanks for joining us, and uh, hopefully uh, you stay, stay tuned in here for the next hour. Yeah, absolutely. We're supposed to give a shout-out tonight. I know we are. So <laughs> Somebody's at home drinking lemonade right now. Yeah, our, uh, our boss... Uh, Miss Lawyer is uh, maybe the only person listening tonight, but she told us she's going to tune in. So hopefully, uh, she's uh, got us cranked up loud in, in Scottsburg, Indiana. There we go. All right, so let's get started. Uh, fair or foul? Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, first one. Fair or foul? Did Luke Walton deserve to be fired? Yes or no? Fair or foul? Foul. Foul. Give me the reasons. With the number of issues that team had this year, looking at. The injuries, you know, LeBron all but tears a groin muscle. He's out for, you know, 18-plus games. Kuzma's out for a majority of the season. Brandon Ingram's out for an extended period of time. Rondo's out for an extended period of time. And it wasn't like they were all out at the same time together. You know, he's trying to manage the team, missing, you know, a major piece for significant time throughout the course of the year. And it, it, at that level of basketball, not only are you missing the best player in the world, and I'll give him that, um, um, but you're missing, you know, to me, Kuzma is, he's not a star in the league, but he's a rising star. He's a guy that's right. going to be a could star. He's going to be LeBron's pippin. You know, he's going to be, in the next two or three years, he's going to be the guy, a guy that we're talking about being a top 10, top 15 player in the league. Right. Um, you know, Lonzo Ball is a guy that we don't mention a whole lot of just because he's been overshadowed this year quite a bit. Good point, guard. But he was out. He missed significant time. Um, you know, we read last week where he went to have an unauthorized ankle surgery without the team's consent, and they threatened to, you know, void his contract over right. it. So, you know, does he, he still let Lance make you dance. Lance will make you dance, so, and then he'll also I mean. make you pull your hair out. <laughs> um, but to me, I think you give the guy at least one more year. Um, he showed what he can do in Golden State when Steve Kerr right, was absent. Sure. Uh, you know, he's not a he's not a guy that doesn't know what he's doing. He's got the pedigree, and you know, it, it, 
shows that he knows what he's talking I'm about. Not because sure his dad knows what he's doing on a daily basis, though. So <laughs> I don't know about that. Bill's yeah. one of the few guys that can uh, see sounds and hear colors. <laughs> so hey, today he's, he floats in his own hey, sphere. Today at SMS would have been Bill Bill Walton Day, tie dye day today. At SMS, he would have came so. in in a uh, what Grateful Dead shirt. Yeah, he would have <laughs> fit right in today. He probably work, work, or work, working at a Jerry Garcia tie, maybe. <laughs> you never know. So yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you, man. I, I think. I mean, obviously, the Lakers had the same record as they had last year without LeBron, so I mean, that's, that's a red flag, obviously. I mean, he right. should have won more games. Probably, you know, they could have won more games. But I think, you know, the thing and – and it's the Lakers. I mean, you don't – they don't tolerate not winning, you know, and they haven't won for a long time now. So, <coughs> excuse me, you're going to have a short leash, obviously, with the Lakers. But um, but my, my point – or the point that I want to make, and you mentioned it with the young kids, he, he had nothing to do with this trade, this AD trade. You know, like, Luke right. Walton didn't come out and say, hey, I want to trade my entire team for one player. And yeah. all of a sudden, now he's got these young kids who say, oh, we're not worth anything. We're, you know, all five of us are equal to one guy. And, and I think that, you know, that, that he, he didn't do that. So, you know, his team kind of fell apart um, based on a decision that was either made by LeBron I think it was made by LeBron now that Magic's quit. But, I mean, I think, you know, and, and all of a sudden, you know, he's getting fired for that too. And then what did it take, two days for him to get rehired? So, yeah. I mean, it I, shows you his value as a coach in the NBA. Right. And you can turn around two days later and Vlade Divac is on your phone. You're going to go coach the Kings right. who really aren't in a very unsimilar situation with the, to what the Lakers are. We looked at their roster today. Right, young and, you know, with the exception of having a guy like a LeBron, the Kings are loaded with young talent. Right. Kids are going to work and, hard. Are going to be a team that in the next, you know, three, four, five years, you know, could be like Phoenix. Are we looking at them being a contender or at least perennially in the playoffs in the Western right. Conference? Right. And so I'm going to agree with you. We're going to go. We're going to go foul on that. You got to give the guy. No, you got to give him two years. We don't agree on very much, but we did agree <laughs> on that. All right, number two. What a great Masters Sunday! I watched every single hole on my phone. I mean, it was. I, it was electric all day long. Yes, and I it thought was. to myself, I just want, I mean, I, you know, in golf, you're not supposed to root against people, you know, but I was just hoping those guys would mess up, man. I was pulling for everybody's ball to be uh, in the water. Yeah, right. And, and when, when Molinari's shot hit the water, I thought, here we go. It's it's done deal. And, and Tiger really kind of stalked him the whole whole day. Yeah. Didn't make mistakes. Old Tiger would have pulled his driver out just. You know, trying to bang one in there, you know, and and uh, he, you know, he was he was ironing off the tee box a lot, and uh, you know, Kepka was playing more like an old tiger, and 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 I think you know you could tell the the wise old tiger was just hanging out, you yeah. know, and uh, so my question is, fair or foul, is Tiger Woods back for good? I'm going fair, and I really hope we're both right on this one. <laughs> um, golf is so much more fun to watch when Tiger's relevant. And he's playing when he's at the top of the leaderboard. There's a difference in the way the announcers get into it. There's a difference in the crowds and the size. And like Dustin Johnson said, coming off the 18th green, you know, he said there was a difference today in the roars that I got and the roars you could hear when you knew it was Tiger. Right. And golf is just so much better um, when he's at the top, at the top of his game. Again, we don't know what DJ is thinking. And true. <laughs> and saw a statistic today. You know, there's a lot of people saying Tiger will never win another major. Right. And it went back and showed his last three, including the Masters. He's 32 under par in his last three majors and is the leading, as far as strokes, Right. is leading the like, PGA like, tournament. Like more 60s yeah. than anybody else. Yeah, I saw that. And I think, you know, what was it, 2005 last Masters, right, 2005? Yeah, it was, two, well, it was uh, 14 years ago. Yeah. Broke the record for longest streak between Masters titles. So do you remember when, when Jordan came back and won the first 
won the first uh, championship with the Bulls, how excited everybody was, right? Like he took a couple of years off, yep. played some baseball. You know, the thing that I hope doesn't get lost in this, and I think, you know, Tiger was one of those people that we just take for granted. You know, like, to me, he's like Tom Brady. You know, like, we, we see a Tom Brady and we see how great he is, and it's like... Uh, it's equivalent to Jordan. Right, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, and I think when you, have so, when you have so many... When you're when you so good that sometimes people don't understand how great you really are. But, you know, let's think about this. The guy had his back fused. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I've seen people around here who have had their back fused. I've we both had back issues. You because you're putting five thousand pounds on your back. Me just because I'm fat and walking around. But I think. <laughs> but I mean, it, it is. I mean, there've been times where I just want to drop to a knee. You know, and this this guy had, right. had his back fused, swinging a club at the ultimate level in a sport, and still come back and make it. I mean, that's just it, it's phenomenal feat. And you know, let's not you know, let's not. Sugarcoat what it was. I mean, the guy lost everything. You know, he he, he his life fell apart because of him. True, he, he did it. Uh, his life fell apart. You know, he lost his wife, and and, and, and you know he he got you know he was on painkillers and and uh, everything else. Oh, he, he rode the roller coaster for a while for right. sure. And, and you know he was in the lowest of lows, man. And I think you know to be able to come back. We love comeback stories in, in America. You we know, do. And, and uh, but it was just pretty cool to to see that and, and what a what a great thing. And I, I'm gonna say. I hope he's back too. So I'm going to say fair with you. Yeah, absolutely. Number we got next three. Number three on our list. Uh, okay, my my. Topic. This is your team. Yeah, you know, everybody knows that I'm a I'm a notorious Big fan from back in the day. I hope you know that. But this is how it goes. And and um, so I've jumped on, I've jumped officially on the Nets, <laughs> Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn's finest, Brooklyn Nets, um, NBA right here. So. They show up, beat the 76ers, who everybody says is an up-and-coming team. Brooklyn shows up with, you know, d and somebody that the Lakers just cast away for nothing and nothing for him. And now, all of a sudden, they got a bunch of young kids for the, for the Nets playing together, and they go yeah. to pull off game one. So my question is, Brooklyn Nets, fair or foul? Are we talking win the series, or are the, you just the asking series. me if the win Nets the are series. good? Win the series. Do they win the series? No. No, you're not buying it. Not to win the series. Uh, Philly's got too much size. Philly was pushing on their own floor, by the way. And Ben Simmons had some interesting words for the fans after I that. I mean, Philadelphia did boo Santa Claus too. So I mean, it's Philadelphia not like, hates a lot of people. Yeah, so it's not like a lot of things. Philly, so they do take so their sports seriously. No. But no, I don't think I don't think Brooklyn wins the series. <laughs> I'm putting them in the same category as the Kings yeah. and the Suns in the next two or three years. They can be there. Look out. If they can keep this core intact, because I'm with you, they play hard. They get after right. it. They play uh, together. They're unselfish. Right. They've the, got guys that, like you said, like with Levert, with uh, Russell, and, for example, he's yeah. kind of been cast off. Right. You know, as a guy coming out of college, who was supposed to be the dude. Right. And you know, he now he's on his second team. Yeah. He's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder uh-huh. at this point. And you've got guys that just want to play hard, get after it, and play ball the right way. And they play defense, right? You know, which which in the NBA goes a long way. Dinwiddie has a great name, and they can be a tough matchup for the 76ers just because the 76ers, their two best players, are both six ten and seven one. Right. And, and Joel's hurt the right now, NBA's so. doesn't necessarily go the way of the traditional center anymore. Right. So if you've got seven one and six ten playing on the perimeter, and your six ten guy hasn't made an NBA, hasn't I think he's what hit one three in his career. Right. Yeah. Um, and that was to end the quarter. So. If you got guys that can't shoot, you can play off a little bit. You can help in other areas. Um, you know, you can kind of 
focus your defense in other areas and look to take some things away that maybe you can't on, against another team, I think they'll give them a run. It'll be a six or seven game series. Um, but I think in the NBA, talent usually wins out. So Big, I'm going. Big I'm Mill. going 76ers. Big Mill might show up and do a little. And you know maybe uh, a little Will Smith action. <laughs> West Philadelphia. <laughs> hey, I'm, a, I'm I'm telling you right now, I'm staying with the Nets. So you heard it here first. Nets Nets taking. If the they first come one. out their first home game wearing Coogee sweaters, I mean they've already I'm, stole. They've I'm already team stole Philly. One. They already stole one, so whatever. All right, here we go. Fair or foul, Magic over Raptors. Orlando Magic upsetting the Toronto Raptors in the first game of the NBA playoffs. Foul. Foul. You're going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they went up north in the six. They did go up north. One. They did and go held north. Kyle Lowry to zero points. Yeah, he only took Not seven. Not Mike Lowry, like we like the Bad Boys movie, but Kyle Lowry. Mike and Lowry's a bad man. He is. but So, zero points in an NBA game. Supposed to be your all-star. He only took seven shots. Now it's his off. fault. I mean, but right. again, what's Kawhi think of that? Again, NBA talent usually wins out. The Magic don't have enough firepower night in, night out to on a seven game basis. It's not the NCAA tournament. Right. You get seven games. Um, talent wins out. You know, a lot of times the the favored Drake team. Drake curse though. There's the, a Drake curse going on. The high the higher seed sometimes will come out laying egg in that game one. Right. And you've got six games to kind of rectify the situation. Kawhi is one of the best players in the league. And best laugh for sure. He oh, fantastic yeah, laugh! Great laugh. And he's got the the cast behind him to come in and take this series. I think. So you think it was a fluke? Yep. All right, stick with the NBA here. Uh, two more in the NBA series: Spurs Nuggets. Spurs Nuggets. Spurs go in, steal one from the Nuggets. I'm saying the Spurs are are going to take this series, uh, but solely based on Popovich. You know, he, he's 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 the best coach in the NBA, and um, Nuggets. I like the Nuggets. They're young. They're young too, also, um, but I, I, they haven't had the experience. You got a lot of experience in that Spurs team. Man, I don't know what what's in the water today, but we're agreeing way too much <laughs> on stuff. Um, I think it's I think this fair as well. Spurs over the Nuggets. Um, I'm with you. You know the Nuggets somehow out of nowhere, kind of out of the blue, really. You know, become the second seed in the West with, like you said, a pretty young core. Uh, you know, the, they got the Joker. Hanging down, you know, right. dominating the middle. Right. He, he almost averages a triple double kinda at like the me. center position. Yeah, uh, kind of like you in open gym. Yeah, for sure. But uh, make it rain. I'm with you with the Spurs. I think just position wise, they they play positionless basketball. They play unselfish basketball. Um, their their motion offense, their system, is hard to stop night in night out. And I never bet against Popovich. I really don't. So we're agreeing on the Spurs, all right? Yeah. So Spurs, we're saying Spurs over Nuggets, Raptors over Magic. I'm saying Nets over Sixers. I got Sixers, Sixers over the Nets. We'll final one in this series here. Uh, that was a little bit of a surprise, obviously. Uh, I think it's going to be a great series. Um, is is the Trailblazers and the Thunder? Um, the Thunder to me are what the Utah Jazz used to be for me when I was a Bulls fan back in the day. I can't root. I cannot root for Westbrook. And I cannot root for Paul George after the way he handled the Indiana situation. You know, and he made a big deal about where am I going next? Oh, I'm going back to, to, to OKC. Um, I have always been a Lillard fan. I think he's one of the most underrated players in the game. Uh, he plays with a chip on his shoulder. Um, you know, because he doesn't get that that same status as the other guys. I, you know, I don't I don't think that the Trailblazers, the Trailblazers haven't won a series yet. I mean, they've always been bouncing the first. Right. Uh, so they had that going with them, too. Uh, I want them to beat the the Thunder, but I don't think that I don't think it's going to happen. No, I'm again. I'm going to ride <laughs> ride the same train as you. Um, I do think the the Thunder win the series. You know, the Trailblazers last year got swept by right. 
New Orleans without DeMarcus Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was kind of the one that put Anthony Davis, I think, on the map, on the map right. in terms of solidifying him as a top five, top three player in the league right. and is one of the reasons why teams are now why seeking him out in the yeah, middle of sure. the year, uh, You know, which is kind of becoming a new trend in the NBA, guys recruiting in the middle of the year and doing backdoor deals and backdoor conversations and Hello. you know secret dinners and whatnot. Right. But um, – no, I, mean, I think that's the, happened the, to me. I got, I got offered, you know. Every, <laughs> hey, we'll take you. You have down, a lot of secret dinners. We'll take you down to the, uh, you know, the White Castle and get you some chicken rings. So. <laughs> they know how I feel about. The, they know yeah. how I feel about the White Castle. Yeah, give 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 my man BT a crave case and he's good. Yeah, especially about nine o'clock at night um, stuff. So, so you're going open. Oh, no, even going. though I'm not, a, I'm not a big Westbrook fan. I don't necessarily like the way he conducts himself on the court. Right. Um, you know him and the interaction he had with the little kid. Yeah. In the middle of the game, I didn't like that. Not on that. And you know the way he spoke to the even I know Utah is kind of known for being a a fan base and a city and an arena that can get at players right. and probably you know historically has taken things to a level that you're not supposed to take right. things as a fan, right. especially after American um, players. True, but as a as an elite athlete like that, you've been in a, in a in a position where you've probably heard things said to you for quite some time. You know since right. middle school. You've been yeah, that you've been the focal point of every cheer block of every opposing team's fan base. Right. Um, so to me, to be in the arena like that and to go at two fans the way he did, especially one of them being a female, right? Uh, it's just not something I can get behind. But I do think at the end of the day, the Thunder probably pulled out in six it's, or seven. It's funny that you said that about the the fans and the heckling in, a, in our travel ball. You know, big big travel ball guy now. In the travel ball tournament last weekend, yeah, you're we, one of those guys. We had a uh, we had a parent from an opposing team come over. Now, now we weren't playing the team. It was actually our eight U team, so it was our same organization come over and say that the the, the uh, music that our group was playing was distracting their kids from from playing the game. That's now, where we're at, mind you, mind you. We the, the other team was up nineteen to two. When when they, they came over to tell us that that they were being too loud, we were being too loud. Well, they would scored so, more runs if you'd have turned your music down. Yeah, you know. So I don't know what I mean. I told our guy to turn it up louder and see what they thought about that. What so kind of music anyway, were you playing that they wanted to turn at it down? At the time, it was Dire Straits, man. Do a little Dire Straits, you know, and and uh, we'd played some uh, some some baseball songs and. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, they were into it. They I guess. were offended. So, yeah. So I mean, come on. Your kids got to learn how to play. If your kids ain't good, they're gonna be yelling at him the rest of his life. Yep. Deal with it, right? Yep. I wasn't any good. So no one yelled at me. They was like, whatever. Let that. Let the big boys shoot. You know, it's whatever. You know. So <laughs> anyway, uh, that's enough of NBA. Let's talk some baseball. We haven't got to Let's baseball yet. Um, a couple things in baseball are going on right now. We won't talk about the Reds last place. So that's, we won't talk about that. That's another disappointing start for the Reds. Uh, but they did win. Th- they did win three in a row after the fight. There was a big fight, so they went three and zero after that. Then they lost um, last night to the, to the Cardinals in Mexico, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. Uh, but <laughs> and by the way, Joey Votto changed his walk up song to a Selena song last night. Whoa. So he was Joey Votto was getting into the through the Mexican vibe. There we go a little bit. So um, all right, but here, here's a, here's a shock. You ready? Tampa Bay. Rays. They're not the Devil Rays no more because that would right. be politically incorrect to say Devil Rays. But the Tampa Bay Rays are leading the Red Sox and the Yankees by six games. Yeah, they've kind of come out of nowhere at this point in the year. But um, fair or foul, are the Rays hanging on? We're in April, man. Are they going to run? Are they going to lead the rest of the way? We're we're not even to May yet, and we're talking about a six-game lead. I got to think the Sox and the Yankees are going to at some point turn the whole thing around. 
and we'll get to June and July, and it'll it'll be completely opposite. It'll I mean, be if you're the Rays again, battling for the AL East. If you're the Rays, you have the two two of the top um, two of the top salaries, and <laughs> uh, and all of baseball, and, and all of a sudden you're putting it on them by six games. I mean, that's it is a pretty good lead this early yeah. in, in the season. So I think there's a lot of people that would love to see the Rays hang on. Oh, uh, for sure. I don't think there's a lot. I don't think a lot of the American League would like to see would love to see the Sox and the Yankees not make the playoffs. But I think. Um, you know, yeah, it makes think, the path to the World Series a little yeah. bit easier if the Sox and the Yankees are battling out for a wild card. I don't spot. think Ameri- I don't think Major League Baseball wants the Sox and the Yankees not being the playoffs though. So we'll see how that shakes out. Yeah, I'm with you. Too early, probably to tell. But Rays right now leading six games in the East. Let's go out to let's go out west uh, with the Astros, who were you know always in the hunt the last couple of years. Uh, Angels with our man Trout. We both like Trout and uh, leading that division. The Seattle Mariners. Yeah, Trout's making a little bit of money this year. Yeah, not bad. You know, <laughs> he's doing all right. About what, about what our teacher's salary is. Yeah, give or take a few bucks. Yeah. So, but how about the Mariners? No Ichiro, and they're still leading the the, the West out there. I mean, I've been a Mariners fan since way back in King Griffey Jr. Yeah. Um, not, so anytime not. the Mariners are, are near the top and you know in contention, I'm always happy. That that's something that's good to see. Uh, you know, but you got to think again. We're not into May yet. We're not into June, and Still, I, I, you know, the Astros, I'm not, you know, you're the top dog until you're not the top dog anymore. Somebody's got to knock you off. Right. Um, so I got to think the Astros and the Angels, again, are going to are gonna put themselves in a position to at least be, you know, in, in the wild card hunt. I mean, nothing like spending $400 million when you're in third place, though, you know, <laughs> right? So, uh, and then the last one out west, another surprise, Padres with Manny Machado. Uh, that's fair. Are I'm on the Padres. working over the Dodgers right now. Fair or foul? I'm fair on that one. I think the Padres may end up winning that one. You like the Padres. It's just a... Again, it was a good move they made with Machado. Machado's the man. I like Machado. And but the I'm Dodgers thinking, ended up... I mean, they dealt some serious yeah. pieces away right. to Cincy. Yeah. And, you know, the, the the Reds, I think, at some point are going to start to reap the benefits of those guys being in the lineup. It would be nice. And I like the Padres over the Dodgers this year. I think yeah. that one stays. It's hard for me to root for the Padres. I think it's the colors of their, their uniforms. You know, is that bad? I it is. For it's, a Padre? it's an odd I mean, color combination. Like, it reminds me of Crawford County, the brown. It's yeah, I think it's worse. I just don't know because it's I like mean, a weird yellow. I mean, it's not even orange. The Cleveland Browns, I can't root for them. Brown, like I just, I don't know, like. Yeah, but you're a Bengals guy. You like, can't what, root for I mean, the Browns. What makes you? Th- what makes you want to? What makes you want to pick a brown for a collar though? Like for your team, Padres. I know, but I know I get it, but I mean, just like seriously. It's the brown robe. I know. But they're not shaving their Just heads. go with it, man. All right. So, anyway, I'm a little with Padres. I'm a big Machado fan. And uh, and I think, you know, of the three guys that got paid this summer, um, defensively he's the best. And I think that um, – I think that he's he's going to be he's going to be just fine and, and uh, that team right? more money for less years too. Right, that, that tells you where his value is at. Yeah, right. So uh, it is what it is. Um, so that's our fair or foul segment. I hope you liked it. Um, if you have a comment, please see us on Facebook. Tell us where we're right, where we're wrong. We'd love to hear from you. Um, we're going to go now, moving into uh, a segment that we we've always we've always done when we've we've done our podcast together um, of our top ten list, but we're gonna move that top ten de- list down a little bit in the love of golf this weekend, in the Masters love of golf. Uh, we're gonna use a our, our countdown list this weekend. Um, if we were playing in a scramble, what three celebrities are you putting on your team? Not golfers. Celebrities. Just celebrities What's, in general. Yeah, we haven't talked about this is something no. that's threw out there. What three celebrities are you taking on your team? Yeah, I mean, 
it can either be somebody that's good, <laughs> or most most scrambles I've played in is a pretty good time. You know, <laughs> so uh, the Salem football alumni scramble is always a good night until we get to about hole twelve, and then the wheels fall off. In more ways than one. So, uh, tell me what you think. Who are you taking number one? And I'll give you my one more. We'll go back and forth. Okay. Uh, I want Timberlake. 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 Now, come on. Why is he gonna sing to you over there? What? He dude shot a sixty nine at Crooked Stick about two weeks ago. I heard he's that a pretty right. solid golfer. But I'm thinking I could get in his head. You're gonna I talk could, trash I, to yeah, him. Yeah, I could talk. You're him gonna out. psych him out. Yeah, I go bye bye bye. It's like when, when, when people fly. When I fly you think he's over. flappable? Yeah, I think I could work him over like that. What do you think? You think he'll falter down the stretch against you? Yeah, I could. I could fake like someone's calling my phone. Oh, it's Jessica Peel. Hey, how you doing, Jessica? You know, he'd be like, he go rattle thinking that maybe I stole his gal. Possibility. I'm gonna say he's probably confident enough. He's probably not gonna worry about that. Uh, but. Probably, you're probably right. My number one. You ready? Bill Murray. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bill Murray just because I feel like he's gonna make a slap, uh, and uh, we'll have Caddyshack uh, statements all the way through. You the would have around, a, so. a serious amount of fun. Yeah, so I'm gonna. He's not. He's probably not a very good golfer. I don't think he is a very good golfer. I've seen him play a couple times, but uh, on TV on those programs. But he's hilarious, and he I feel hilarious. like he could help me rattle Timberlake. That's probably fair. Okay, who you go for number two? Just for sheer entertainment purposes. Yes. Charles Barkley. Barkley. Hack is Shack. Huh? I like that. I need somebody with a worse swing than I've got. <laughs> hey, chuck it when he gets a hold of it. You never know where it's going to go. Though. That's the point. I mean, he can, he can blast it every now. I've seen him play down at the Wolf Run. Uh, on that Wolf Run scramble thing they have down there at Fuzzy's place yep. at Cover Bridge, and I see him hit some pretty good ones. But you know, Mike Tuff, he was great. I mean, he was great, great, great. So, so you're going to go Barkley and Timberlake. Yeah. I'm going to go with Bill Murray. I really wanted to go with John Daly, but he's a golfer, so I can't. Obviously, John Daly would have been a great pick. Yeah, he would have been. I'm going to go with some guy that's a scratch golfer. People may not know. I'm going to go with. Um, oh, I just forgot what it was. Oh, no. Cowboys quarterback. Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo. Yeah. I'm going to go with Tony Romo. Scratch golfer. He's going to be my A player. Romo, Thompson, Murray. It's locked down. <laughs> yeah, one more to go. You got You think it. it's on lockdown? Yeah, I think so. Okay. If you mm-hmm. say so. If you say so. Give me. Like uh, makes it happen. Jeez, i got to go with one more. One more. This is the person who's riding in your cart, by the way. Who's riding in my cart? Yeah. Riding, I'm riding, riding with this cart. person. Yep. I want to have a little bit of fun for the day. Then give me, uh, give me Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yes, sir. I need some jokes. I need That's some jokes in my crash. day. Ryan Reynolds, I got you. So, you think Ryan Reynolds is a good golfer? Probably not. No, might be. You could probably psych him out though. Answer the phone, act like it was answering. It was Blake. Oh, good point. Which brings me to my point. <laughs> I'm putting Blake Lively in my cart. <laughs> so I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have Blake Lively. You are trying to play the psych out card. So. Your guy's going to have a hard time, you know. I'm thinking Blake Lively, um, you know, she's going to get she's gonna get the hit from the girls' tees, the ladies' tees, right? True. Timberlake's going to get shook by it. You know Barkley will get shook by that. And we're in. So I think I think my team is ready to roll there. Uh, Blake Lively, like a, you know, I think that. Uh, like you, your third one just kind of piggybacked right off of. I mean. Mine, but that's I, cool. I mean, I was thinking who I should go with. I was going to put a, I was going to put a female on my cart. And okay. I feel like I, you know, I'm getting gaining an advantage by her getting to hit off the tees that are up for, closer. You know, Barkley's probably not going to do very well. So Romo's our guy. Maybe, maybe Blake's just going to be the putter. Maybe. Yeah, she should be good. I mean, she, I bet she's good. I'll take my she's team. She's tall. Out. 
She probably has, you know, she probably has a good swing, so. Maybe. I think my team's winning. Reynolds is too buff. He'll be breaking stuff. Deadpool. Yeah. He has to play in a Deadpool suit. Romo still is the best golfer in the thing, though. Yeah. Well, Romo not, plays on tour, so if he's not, you're going to factor out John Daly in yours. I feel like you have to factor out Romo. He's not a golfer, though. He's played on, like, four pro tour am, events. Pro-ams. Amateur. Web.com. Amateur. That's not an amateur tour. Yeah, he is. They get paid to uh, play in the I'm tournament. I'm not buying it. All right. Good so, grief. Anyway, I, I still... Whatever. I hope he loses. I'm riding around with Blake Lively all day. I don't care. You know? Huh? I'm I feel like she's going to help me out. That's fine. Yeah. She keep me up. She keep my spirits up during the during the game. I'm gonna know? be an extra in the next Deadpool movie. Yeah, if he has a Deadpool suit on, you're getting kicked out because too many curse words are coming out of there. You guys are getting Rangers gonna come by and say, "Hey, you guys need to." Because with with Barkley and him together, it's gonna be a bad deal. Barkley makes some bad bets, so I could come out on top. I could make a little money. <laughs> yeah, you could, huh? Could make All a little right, money. So that's our that's our list of people that are gonna gonna go on our golf trip with us. Uh, Derek's gonna take Charles Barkley, Ryan Reynolds, and Timberlake. I'm taking Blake Lively. That's not a bad choice, I must not say. I feel like that's a pretty good choice. Um, <laughs> Tony Romo and Bill Murray. Bill Murray. So The Bill Murray. The Bill Murray. So we're gonna have fun. We're gonna look good. And then we have Romo to shoot shoot the shot. So that's yeah. a, that's our that's our He list. can't take all four of your shots. Why not? That would be good. <laughs> be good, right? And Barkley can take all yours. All right. Now, let's, let's take us to our, our next last segment here. So, one we've always liked to do. It's always a fun one. Um, again, we don't know, uh, or you don't know what the what the questions are. You right. Know, and um, I always throw it out there to you, so then we always see if we agree on these or not. We have a Would You Rather segment coming up now. And um, these are going to be sports-related, obviously, Would You Rathers. Um, and I think they're good. And, I, and hopefully gives you something to think about while you're riding your car or whatever you're doing right now. Um, would You Rather... Be Steve Bartman, no Chicago Cubs fame, the man, the boy, the guy yeah. who who stole. I don't know if you refer that to as fame or not. Stole a foul ball, right? And he's, he's, not, he's more infamous than he is famous. Or famous Chicago Bears kicker Cody Parker or Parkey, right? You know, wide Parkey, left. Sorry, that uh, missed the field goal against the Eagles that cost the Bears. Um, the chance to move on to the playoffs. Which one are you going to be, Bartman or Parkey? I have to be one of those two people. Yeah, which would you rather be? I want to be Cody Parkey. Yeah, why? Because Bartman was in the stands. Yeah. He was a fan that messed the situation up. Parkey was playing the game. Yeah. He was on the field. And he had some say-so in the game. Bartman just a dude in the stands that happened to be in the wrong place, wrong time, <laughs> stuck his glove out too far. Parkey was at least on the team. <laughs> he was at least on the field. Probably make, so, making good money. If I have the option of sitting in the stands or being in the game, I'm going to take being in the game every time. Man, I don't know. You know, I, I just uh, – I don't know if I'd ever be able to let myself down. Because when they make the 30 for 30 on Parkey, yeah. at least he can show his jersey and his helmet and be like, well, at least I was playing. All right, I'll get you there. I'll <laughs> go with you. So you're going to go with, with Cody, right? Yeah. All right, number two. Would you rather be an okay professional player – that few people remember, or would you rather be a great athlete with a tarnished profile because you did something wrong? So, like a steroid guy, uh, so a guy like say like Roger Clemens, who was a phenomenal pitcher, and then his image is tarnished. Or Barry Bonds, would you rather be those guys, or would you rather be a guy that's just eh? Yeah, he played in the league and he was okay. <laughs> that's a good question, right? Few people get a chance to be great. It would be hard to turn that down. 
So you're going with a great but tarnish. If you're going to tell me that, it, you know, it's just PED action, it is right. what it is. So a few I mean, people get a chance to be great. So, But you're great because of your PEDs. Still, though, if you mention Home Run King. Right. I mean, life, you still say Barry Bonds. I'm saying life was probably pretty good to be Barry Bonds for for those years. When you talk say. about all time greatest pitchers, you still mention Roger Clemens. So okay, I'm with you. All right, moving on. Ready? Would you rather win the Masters tournament or the Indianapolis 500? Oh jeez. I like how you're not answering any of these. This is fun. I just told you. I told you that I would. I'd be uh-huh. uh, Bartman. That's true. And I would rather. I would probably. I would probably. You wouldn't. You'd rather be Bartman. That's I'd funny. be tarnished. For sure, because I would live it up probably for five years until I got in trouble. As a golf fan, Masters or five hundred, and a guy who plays golf pretty frequently, it's hard for me not to say the Masters. But as a guy who lives in Indiana and is from the Hoosier State, and wakes up early on that Sunday before Memorial Day right. to tune in for all this, I think I've got to go with winning the five hundred and drinking some milk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to kiss might, the bricks. I might have a lactose problem on that one, but uh, you never know. But uh, not for those fifteen minutes, I have you to don't. Have a lactose-free milk uh, jug, but I mean, if I'm guaranteed that I'm not going to die that day in a 500, you're not going to die at the Masters. Hopefully not. But uh, I mean, I might because I have to walk. I have to walk a lot of holes, you know. <laughs> but uh, I- I'm thinking uh, for sure. I think you know half a million people there watching your race. Yeah. Um. And and you know the the biggest race. Of the you can't go wrong world. with either one of those. Um. I'm gonna pick. I mean, the, I'm picking the Indianapolis 500. The greatest tournament in golf and the greatest spectacle in racing. So either one of those are good. I mean, there's a lot more danger, obviously, in the 500. But if you're not gonna, if you're guaranteed you're gonna be okay, then that's, that's what you got. All right. Moving on to number four. Would you rather take a punch from Mike Tyson? Or strike out with bases loaded, bottom of nine, score tied, game seven, World Series. Strike out. <laughs> give me, gotta give me reason. Because number one, you're gonna, I, I, you're I, gonna be the goat that cost your team a chance at winning the World Series. As much as I want a first class ticket to CTE City, I'll think I'll pass. And I'd really like to remember the next twenty years after I take that punch. So I'm going to opt out of getting hit by Mike Tyson. <laughs> However, I would like to maybe jump in a single with Phil Collins with Mike Tyson, all of well, the movie The Hangover. I, I mean, but you, we don't know how much money you're making for that punch, so you might be true. I mean, you might get you know, well. You didn't give me a dollars. monetary figure. No, in this. I did not. So, so I'm going to uh, go strikeout, bases loaded, bottom nine, game seven, World Series. I couldn't do it because I'm up there swinging. Tyson can kill me. I I, I couldn't do it. Live with that the rest of your life that nope. you taught your team. The, the Mike Tyson days. now or Mike Tyson prime? Back in the day. No, I'm out. <laughs> nope. All right, well. Let me go hey, play baseball. This just in, baseball update. Salem Lions beat the Brownstown Braves 11-4 to today in baseball. So That is uh, a anytime, good win for Salem. Anytime we get a chance to, to, to beat the Braves in any sport, uh, we get excited about that's that. That's a Brownstown team that recently Salem. beat Floyd Central, too. So yeah, that's a so, good win for Salem. Um, great win for Coach Petmeyer and the boys. Um, awesome stuff over there, uh, eleven to four, and, and like I said, we don't get to, we haven't beat Brownstown too often in, in too many sports, right? And, and uh, I know those guys have been working really hard over the last couple of years, and and we got a good, some good young kids mixing in well with some of the older upperclassmen, and uh, awesome stuff. So eleven to eleven to four victory for the the Salem Lions over the Braves tonight at, or excuse me, in, in Brownstown uh, at um, baseball action, varsity action it was pretty good, pretty good stuff. So congratulations to all those good guys. win, fellas. Um, we have two more left. Are you ready? 
I think this so. Is, this is one of my favorite ones, I thought. Can I get Which, a monetary value on the next one? No, so no, I know no, what I'm no, doing no, no. With? Would you rather do an ice skating routine? Okay? So you are you have you have your your skates on, probably some tight pants. Uh-huh. I know how you like to, how you like to work that. And then uh, maybe some flashiness, some bedazzles, some bedazzled, you know, top and and slick back hair and you know, you probably you know, you know, looking pretty good. Or a gymnastics routine if you were guaranteed a gold medal. Which one are you doing? Gymnastics. So I'm saying uneven bars. Let's go uneven bars. Okay. okay. So you're going to be swinging around on the uneven bars. Or ice skating. I've been ice skating one time in my life. But you're guaranteed a gold medal. I can do it. You're guaranteed. I just want to turn around real fast like a top. And then not, not die. The breaking point. Like a centrifuge. The, the, the tipping point in this for me becomes the uniform required to participate in said event. Yeah. I've watched a little bit of ice skating before. You're going to have a tight outfit on gymnastics. And there's though. normally like excessively tight spandex looking clothing. Yeah. There's Jumpsuit. normally a lot of like. Jumpsuit type. Open chest involved. Yeah. Maybe, and a romp, on that. maybe a romper. Like a, there's a deep V. I bet you would wear at a some romper. Point. I bet you would wear a romper. Um, I don't even know what that means, but uh, it, it doesn't cool. sound like something I want to put on. Yeah, they have, they sell male rompers now. At uh, I saw that the other day. Where was that store? What is the uh, uh, the store level oh. we was going to going to go to? Uh, across from that, um, just came in. Why are you talking about male rompers right now? Because I saw it. I, I think it'll be this great. This is taking a serious turn. Yeah, they were brown. I told Anson. I told Anson he looked great on those. This is not where you told yeah. me we were going to go with. This okay, fine. Before so, we, we got that. in here. So, are you, so basically, tell me you're going to go figure skating. No, gymnastics routine. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to spin around on those bars. I feel like I'm more physically inclined Did to do gymnastics routine. Did you not see that girl routine. who broke both her legs in the gymnastics? I'm guaranteed a gold medal not to shatter both my legs. I mean, she broke both legs. That's probably what actually, happened to me if I landed. Like, oh, look at that guy. Psh, broke both legs. A lot yeah. of weight coming down on those kneecaps. She actually dislocated both of her knees and broke both yeah, bones in her lower horrible. leg. Horrible. I'm not trying to make a lot of this situation. I'm just saying it was really gross. I didn't see the video. I saw a picture. It looked bad. Horrible. So are you picturing? Her legs were sticking straight so you're out. you're saying gymnastics and even bars. Or whatever. Pommel horse. Ooh. The rings. You know, let me tell you a funny story. I took a gymnastics class. I, I've told you this before, but I'm going to say it on air. I took a gymnastics class at Ball State, right? The Ball State. Now, University. if you look at people that know what I look like, I didn't have this same physique, but I was I was still you know not the the most in shape individual. And uh, I had this professor who said, for in order to get in to pass the class, we had to do the pummel horse. And I said, you want me to run down there, jump on that little trampoline thing, and flip in the air. No, I'm sorry, it's the vault, not the pummel horse. The vault, the vault. Okay. yeah. Yeah. So, and I was like, you want me to flip over that thing? Yes. You can do it. I was like, nope, can't. Walk directly from that class. I guess your professor was like 5'5". Five, five, yeah, he's from China. 120 pounds, yeah. yeah. And so I walked directly from that, that class to the Burstar's office, dropped it, and said, I'm out of here. And they're like, why? And I was like, there's no way I can do this. Like, I, I can't, I can't do this, so... Um, you, were you required to flip off of the vault, or could you just touch it with your hands and just kind of he wanted jump us over to do a side? flip? Could you I, just, I, I mean, I, don't, I didn't give him time to talk. You just leapfrog the thing so and call it a day. I already looked really stupid on the rings. You know, I seriously looked like the guy in old school on the rings. You know, minus the cigarette in my mouth. You paid for the unitard, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, this is not you know the floor exercise. I did one of those with the ribbons and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah it was bad. So anyway. 
I mean, I, here's, here, let's, let's, let's just be honest, all right? When you sign up for gymnastics class, you're thinking, wow, there's going to be a lot of pretty ladies in this room. How'd that go for you? There was one. rest of them were guys. Yeah. I was the only one in there. I definitely, I definitely was in the heavyweight category of the gymnastics world, you know, um, and uh, it's horrible. It happened to me twice. I took, I took an advanced swimming class at Ball State too, for my PE minor. Thought, hey, this is, this could be solid, right? No, didn't happen. Horrible situation. First day we swam 1,200 yards. Only person in there that wasn't on a high school swim team. Let me tell you this story. I ate a pizza before the swimming event. Swimming first the first day. I thought, oh, we'll just float around. They had the butterfly go. Talk. Not good. Couldn't stop. 1,200 yards. Couldn't stop or you failed the class. I literally went to the shower and collapsed. I was laying in the shower with, with hot water running on me, almost in tears, saying, just take me now, Lord. I'm done. So, horrible situation. Uh, that's why I didn't get my P degree until later in life. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, where were we? Where are you doing? Gymnastics? For all the kids out there, you're really making your college experience Ooh. sound wonderful. Yeah. I mean, don't eat the pizza before you go swimming. 1,200 yards. What we're learning is don't take the PE classes in college. Yeah. And then that's when Gerald called me and said, what are you taking all these classes like bowling and things like that? I was like, I don't yeah, know. You take those PE yeah. classes for your credit. You take advanced walking <laughs> Gerald said he wasn't going to pay anymore, so I had to get out for a little bit. So, like I said, <laughs> I stayed in as long as I could. People say they out. So, you're going to do the ice skating routine then? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I could. I feel like I can make a, a, a pretty solid outfit. You're gonna be the Chaz Michaels. I think uh, Brian Boitano. I think I could do. Uh, I think I could do. Uh, I mean, an Elvis jumpsuit look. You know, like a white fat Elvis. You remember fat Elvis, right? Sure. Like a white fat Elvis. Um, Mayonnaise sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, you know, peanut butter or peanut butter and. Uh, I thought banana. it was banana and mayonnaise. Oh. Or was it peanut butter and banana? Was it mayonnaise? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I eat peanut butter sandwich. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm going. I'm going ice skating. You're going gymnastics. I'm going gymnastics. All right, that was a long road to get to that answer there. But sorry, I have a problem with going. You took a few left turns on that one. Yeah, we have. It happens on here. All right, Anson, last one. Are you ready? Made Anson wear a romper at one point. Yeah, I think I'm thinking. You know, UPS romper would be would go good for him. You know. <laughs> At least he'd hurry up. It wouldn't take so long, you know. Like now he sits there and talks to people for four hours every time he drops something off, and he th- whines about how late he has to work. But it's he'd be chucking the package from the truck. Yeah, I mean, you know, hello. Um, anyway, so we got uh, if you, the next one. If you could watch one highlight for the rest of your life, what would it be? One single highlight for the rest of your life. So you're on a stranded island. Nothing's on your television except for this one. Can it be? Can one, I get it? Can no, I get a game? One. Can I get a game though? Nope. All right, then give one me. One event. That's fine. I want the entire sequence of Kobe scoring eighty-one on a loop. Kobe eighty-one. Yep. Every one of his shots. Yep. On a loop. Yep. That's my highlight. I don't like, know though. Jordan's last shot. I feel like you against uh, Utah. I feel like you kind of stretched out the rules there a little bit. I said one event. One. That event. was one event. One. He scored one, eighty-one. No, one shot. One goal. One. If I get one shot. Do not. Miss I feel like Keith Smarts was pretty big. Yeah. I mean, I want. I really wanted to go watch shot. I thought about that. It's just so awesome. And I've watched it so many times. Even though he didn't win anything, it's still really cool. But I was thinking about that one, too. If there was a little bit more significance behind it. Like, it was huge in the moment. Right. 
when you think about in the grand scheme, they, there was no title. There it was just a, a game. Right. That kind of put them, you know, kind of solidified that Indiana was back a little bit after some years of being down. But I, you're not going to give me the Kobe no. 81 highlights. One, on. ten seconds. Damn. We could probably mash up all those shots in ten Negative. seconds. Negative. It's not happening. Or just call Jalen, your boy Jalen Rose, because he was on not happening. for about 20 of those. Will you answer the question? What's yours? Mine? Yeah. Mine? Yeah. USA Hockey over the Russians. Do you believe in miracles? I don't. I hate the Russians. Okay, I'm glad you said that, because now I got mine. I'm, I, don't, I don't like the Russians. Vince Carter jumping yeah. over the Frenchman in the 2000 Olympics. That's my highlight. Ooh. That is the one highlight... That would have broke Twitter. Yeah, that was all. Twitter didn't exist. Imagine, imagine. Had social media been around when that dunk happened, the internet would have broken for about a six-hour period. Imagine, though, what Twitter and internet would have been like when we beat the Russians. It would have been crazy. That's our most hated enemy of the 1980s. Miracle on Ice. Now we may greatest be, pregame speech in the history of pregame speeches. Now too. we may or may not be their best friends. I don't know, but we well, speaking terms. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm saying we're not having right? them over for dinner, but we wave across the street at them. Just it just pumps me up like that. You know what my other one was? You know what my other one was? This is kind of weird. My number two was when Rocky beat Drago. That was a great one. But my no, it's it's similar. It is it's uh, it's an Olympic one. And this is probably people may not think about this, and they may think I'm kind of crazy for this. Was for me, was Muhammad Ali lighting the torch to the '96? Uh, that was good. I thought you know it was a secret; no one knew who it was going to be. All of a sudden, here comes Muhammad, yeah, and lights it up. So I think that um, I think that was a was a good one. What do you think? I like that one. Another one that came to my mind, um, even though again this one didn't lead to a championship. But the shot Reggie Miller hit in 98 against Jordan and the Bulls in market, the old Market Square Arena right. to send the series to a Game 7. Um, I can remember watching that one as a kid and being in my bedroom and telling my entire family that they were going to lose. They weren't going to win. There wasn't enough time. Downer. I ran to the living room, being a downer. watched the shot, and I think I ran out my front door, I'm pretty sure. And then Jordan almost hit the shot at the end. Hopefully you were clothed when you ran out of your front door. Yes. Okay. So that, that full pacer garb. Really? Did you have for a head, sure? I bet you had a headband on. It was probably. Eh, I didn't rock a lot of headbands when I was little. No. No. I wasn't a headband kid. I looked weird in them. Darius Miles headband. Yeah. Quentin you, Richardson. Yeah, you rocked that one. I bet. I didn't have Darius Miles jersey. Oh really? Hmm. All right, we're gonna. <laughs> So there we have it. Would you rather? Great, great segment. I hope you enjoyed it. I think it's great. When you think about those More things. things that we're good at, uh, rambling. We are good at rambling. We're going to close it out now uh, with our closer. Uh, so let's take it to the bullpen, right, too? Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe not. We're getting there. We're going to try to get we're there. We're putting the phone call in. Yeah. Okay. Get him in there. The phone's not working. Let's I go. need the writing. All right. Come on. Give me right. Vaughn. Let's talk. We'll just, we'll just go right into it. All right. We're pretending we're pretending that Sandman's playing right now. You mean Rick Vaughn? <laughs> Throw him the heater, right? So, hey, listen, here's the He's deal. He's not throwing the Parkman. Here's the deal. Ready? The closing question that I'm going to ask you tonight is this. Has Oh, there we go. Greg's got it going. You know, we have, you know, Greg's our tech guy here. He never lets us down. He's always got something, right? 
So here's the question of the night. The closing question. Has there ever been a person that captivates all of sport like Tiger Woods does when he wins? Me and my buddies, we had a conversation about this yesterday, about, you know, sports moments, the most significant, the biggest moments in sports in the last 20 years. And we kind of came to the consensus that yesterday ranks, if not the top, it's in the top three. Um, you know, in terms of the last 20 years in sports, you think about the Cubs winning the World Series. Uh, Red Sox breaking the curse. The Red Sox breaking the curse, coming back from 3-1 or 3-0 um, against the Yankees. LeBron and the Cavs, you know, getting the championship for Cleveland, 3-1. coming back from 3-1. The Cubs, their World Series, they were down 3-1 to the Indians. Right. Uh, Great final game. Tom Brady and the span he had between his first Super Bowl and the one they just won, you look at the comeback they had against the Falcons down 28-3, to the New York Giants upsetting the Patriots and Root, you know, in their what was going to be a perfect season. Uh, you know, Loyola Chicago in the Final Four. But, Villanova's final shot. In that right. I mean. But looking back, if, you t- if we talk about Tiger as an individual, historically I think you can look at maybe, I don't know, somewhere in the neighborhood of five or six guys that have moved the needle, and he's one of them. But when he's winning, especially nowadays with social media and 24-hour sports networks and talk radio and, doing again, the things that we're doing right here, you know, uh, I'm not sure anyone, when they're at the top of their game, moves the needle and has people talking like he does when he's being successful, especially when you, when you win the Masters. Right. You know, if he's winning tournaments, that's it's on a whole different level. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, yesterday, and that's the thing we 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 talked about. You know, we both sit and watched every single hole yesterday. It wasn't just you know you tune tune in for the 18th. I mean, people, uh, and then and then I saw guys from the NASCAR community commenting yep. about it. Um, you saw guys in the NBA community. You saw guys in the NFL um, singers and songwriters. I mean, it, it, it captivates an entire entire world. I mean, and I think you know. Let's not forget, you know, not too long ago, African Americans weren't even allowed at Augusta, right? You know? and, and so, um, you know, I think that that, uh, and I'm not trying to play the race card here, but I think that, you know, not only what he's able to do on a golf course, but how he's able to, to a break the barrier there, and, and also, I mean, VJ was there also before him, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, to be able to to, to be there and, and do what he's doing changed cultures also and i think that you know it, it it brought up an entire generation of young golfers well and he's playing against those guys now right i mean you know it, golfing when we were young wasn't cool i mean it's what to me it was like oh that's what old people do you right know? And, and 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 the thought of me sitting down and watching an entire golf tournament i, I would have i mean there's no way I, it wouldn't have happened i would not have i never would have thought about doing it I wouldn't do it. Now I'd sit down and listen to a NASCAR race on the radio for four hours, but I wouldn't sit there and watch a golf thing. And and, and now, it's it's a household thing to sit and watch golf. Yeah, you know? I mean he single handedly made golf cool. Yeah, there's a golf channel now. Was there? It was, was, is there a golf channel without Tiger Woods? Makes you wonder. Probably not. You know, and and you know our the guys that we like to follow, Ricky and and Spieth and JT and those guys. I mean, those guys are in golf because of, of Tiger Woods. Yeah, and, and you know. I, I thought it was so cool. You know, remind me yesterday. Reminded me um, when Dale Wal- Dale Walter Dale Dale Earnhardt finally won the uh, the Daytona 500. 
all the guys lined up along the, yeah. the pit road to high five him. And yesterday when Tiger was walking in the clubhouse, Fowler, Speed, all the guys were all waiting. those guys were standing there waiting for him to congratulate him. And I think that, that you know that just shows you the respect that he has. And and you know Kobe has often talked about playing with Jordan and what it was like. You know those guys are, are getting to play with with Tiger. And you know and for me, you know seeing Tiger's son get excited there at the end of the yeah. game and or end of the match and and seeing Tiger being able to hug his, his kid like he, he hugged his dad. You know uh, in his first one. Uh, just, just pretty solid man, and I think that uh, you know. Again, let's don't let's don't lose lose hope or lose focus on you know. It, we hear about Babe Ruth, we hear about Mickey Mantle, we hear about you know uh, Muhammad Ali and these guys that were, that were you know Thorpe. These guys that were great, great. Yeah, right? they were all trailblazers yeah. in their own right. Yeah. Yeah, but let's don't forget we are witnessing greatness right now. You know, we saw Jordan when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady's doing it right now. Maybe the best ever. And Tiger, obviously, you know he's he's chasing still, but he's you know been able to do what he's been able to do and, and be able to, to 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 have that to be able to come back and, and, and perform the way he did yesterday. Time off is just awesome, and and golf's better with Tiger. The world is better with Tiger, and uh, just just really really glad that that uh, he was able to perform. Yesterday. Yeah, it's it's crazy how people are. People want him to be so good. And, you know, there wasn't a green or a tee box he was on yesterday that everybody there was not wanting him to put the ball where he wanted it to make the putt, you know, to put it close. And, you know, even the players, I think, to a certain degree, had a little bit of – it was kind of that I'm in awe of Tiger again moment. You know, um, you, you saw Finau kind of falter a little bit. And that was one of the things my, my buddy texted me. He goes, I think these guys are kind of feeling what it's like to play with Tiger – on a Sunday in a major again for the first time in a long time. Right. And you got to wonder if that pressure doesn't start to kind of mount up a little bit and maybe, you know, affect the way you play just a little bit. And, you know, he never – he went back to the, the 2000s Tiger. He didn't falter, hit the ball exactly where he wanted to. He didn't, you know, smash one out of bounds. Right. Like you said, he's, you know, been likely to take driver and smoke it out of bounds once right. or twice every now and then. Um, but the way he's playing right now is – Kind of the way I think we remember him playing when he was younger, and hopefully that hopefully it continues. I think he gets another major this year. Yeah, I think so too, and, and it would be nice. Uh, I know they're going out to the, to the U.S. Opens at Pebble Beach, and I know he really likes playing out there. He's had some success yep. out there, so uh, that'll be a good. And I think uh, Beth Page is Beth Page Black, yeah, is is the is also um, on the list of the. Mm-hmm. Of the uh, majors also, so I think that he's definitely got a shot. I think it's going to be a good thing. I just, you know, it's just really cool, and I, I think that uh, you know, we, in, a, in a generation that um, uh, some really awesome stuff, and you know, it's so cool that we we're able to witness that and able to see those things and uh, see, you know, what he is and who what he's made of, and and, and you know, like I said earlier, it's uh, he he was he's not perfect, right? You know, and uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. You know, we got Easter weekend coming up, and. It's nice to see a, a guy who who has openly admitted to his mistakes. Um, you know, he owned up to it from the get go. I mean, he, he he didn't he didn't shy away from it. And Which a lot of people they want to, they'd rather run from it. Right, so. and, and you know he lost a lot of sponsors. Um, a lot of people pulled away from what he did. Um, obviously, um, you know I'm not trying to make light of, of the things that he did wrong, but you know I also believe that everybody deserves a second chance and. Um, you know, in America, that's what that's what that's what our country is all is founded on. You know, and I think um, you know he, he's making the best of it, and I hope he continues down the right path. Yep. And I hope he continues to be one of the greatest athletes. Well, and the Nike ad yesterday, if you got a chance to see it, was yeah, pretty was cool. Awesome. Um, you know, talking about 
the 43-year-old is still chasing the hopes and dreams of a three-year-old. Right. And it showed him on whatever, the Johnny Carson show, I guess, and he was talking about how, you know, at three, I'm going to beat Jack Nicholas. Right. And that number's still out there to be beaten. Right. And so even at 43, with as much success as he's had in all the tournaments he's won and, that you know, the 81 victories, um, to be, in my regard, he's the greatest golfer of all time. But he still has something he's chasing, which right. is pretty cool. Yeah, and I th- I'm glad you mentioned that commercial because I want to close out here. we got a couple minutes left, but I want to close out. And, and I know I said it to you, but, um, you know, Dwayne Wade and Dirk uh, Nowitzki are, are calling a quit this year for the NBA. And, and um, Budweiser did a, a commercial for Dwayne Wade. And it's interesting because it's a Budweiser commercial, but it was, it, you know, it was uh, for Dwayne and his career. And, and if you followed – maybe if you haven't, but Dwayne um, – Every game has, has exchanged his jersey with some other player, somebody right. that, that's that's um, you know idolized him or has meant something to him. And and Budweiser put Dwayne Wade in the middle of a of the heat court and told him they had, they had five more jerseys that um, people wanted to, to exchange with him, and he didn't know who they were. He he was expecting it to be basketball player, maybe Jordan, you know, maybe LeBron, maybe yeah. anybody, you know. Um, and, and so all of a sudden, you know, out comes this lady, and and she said that you know, her house had burned down and she had lost everything. Uh, another uh, young lady came out and said that her brother had passed away in the Parkland shootings, um, and then uh, a guy came out and said that he was from a place that you know people don't yeah. uh, people don't get out of very often. Um, and then they then they brought his mom out uh, as well, and you know people don't know uh, Dwayne's mom was a was a crackhead. Really. Yeah, she was and a junkie. She was, she was arrested. Uh, yeah, and she had to give him up and and um, turn herself in and and. Uh, Dwayne Bonner at church, and it turns out anyway. Um, if you haven't seen it, please you get a chance to yeah, check spend, it out. Yeah, spend four minutes. It's yeah, worth the time. You might want to bring some uh, tissues with you, though. I mean, it was real dusty when I was watching. I don't know. I, I there was some. It was real yeah, dusty. Yeah, there were some onions and my in allergies. House, yeah. are, my allergies are bad in this time of year, also. So uh, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But you know, and it just showed. You know, basically, it was uh, Dwayne. Um, Dwayne had an impact of these people. There was lives, the stuff that know? he's done off the court that you you're not aware of. You know, right. you don't really the impact that some of those guys have and the things they do without the camera being in front of them you know like the ladies whose house burnt down you know he helped build her a new one right um he was the favorite player of the kid from parkland right you know wrote his name on his shoe without yeah and dwayne write your name on the shoe you know you know the the other kid that showed up who was from a rough neighborhood dwayne helped put him through college right um so everyone there he had impacted their life and was unbeknownst to you know probably the majority of the people out there. Bought his mom a church. Yeah. You know, and, and got her cleaned got up her cleaned and up. got her on the right track. And I think that you know I think you know we we are often we often judge professional athletes because of what they do in the media's light or something they say and and we say oh you're spoiled and you know uh, you hear people say you know you wouldn't you know, especially like the Kaepernick situation and you can have your views either way on Kaepernick but right. my thing is. We are so quick to judge professional athletes, and we don't think about the time and effort that it took them, the grind it or took them to get to that level. That they're a human being. Or that they're a human being. And and that they don't have to do something just to and put their name, and to tell somebody, hey, I, I, pay, I pay for this guy's tuition. Please put it on Twitter. Yeah. I want you to know that. You know, and, and, and so we have no idea what these guys are doing behind the scenes. Nor should we have to. Yeah, know? it was and cool having that brought out. It was great, and, and I think that you know, I think we can learn a lot from that. We can learn a lot from Dwayne, and you know, he said you know, he wasn't perfect. You know, he said he's done a lot of things in his life that, that he wishes that, that he could have take, taken back. But um, you know, I think we can learn a lot from that. The fact that you know, hey, 
you don't have to have a lot of money like a professional athlete to help people you know and there's people that that uh, you know you want to be you want to be remembered for something you want you want your your legacy to live on then how about being being somebody that that you can uh, do something for somebody that you don't expect something in return for and i think that we we live in a world today where people want you know they only want to help people if they get their name in the paper or they get, they, they can put it on facebook yep. and say hey look what i did to help somebody so um, uh, let's let's you know spend a week this week trying to help somebody that that uh, maybe you know you haven't you haven't had an opportunity to do before um, and, and try to do something without without having to get some credit back so um, I think we're going to sign off on that. I hope everybody has a great week. Um, thanks, Derek, for filling in tonight. It was good. It was fun. Not a problem. Uh, it's been a minute. I thought I was on the. Uh, <laughs> thought I got cut. Kind of a throwback here. We appreciate it. Uh, everybody have a great week. We'll see you on Monday. options for your rehabilitation. To learn more, visit ASCCare.com or call 888-996-8272. Direct cash cattle trade ended the day with a light trade and cash hogs closed steady the week. Good morning, I'm Megan Grabner with your Roundfield Livestock Market Report. A light trade developed late in the day Friday. Live deals were at $126 with some dress business at mostly $205. Both were generally steady with the previous week's averages, but a dollar higher than the business that happened earlier in the week. Asking prices heading into the end of the day on Friday held firm at $127 to $128 live and $208 plus dressed. For the week in Missouri, receipts were down, but were up on the year. Compared to the previous week's sale, most feeder steers and heifers were nearly steady with some spots of $3 lower to $4 higher. Thalia feeders was light to moderate. The USDA says demand was moderate. Medium and large one feeder.